We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Yes, sir. But, yeah, I feel... Oh, what's that? Oh, not for me. Fuck, Andrew. Yeah, you're going to be 28. I am 28. I turned 29 this year. I know, dude. It's so weird. And it feels like, you know, it feels like we're getting older because this is like the oldest we've ever been. So we're like, yeah, I'm fucking old. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then you look at like some, like, I don't know, like your mom or dad. And then you're like, damn, they're actually like, you know, halfway. <laughs> they're not even there yet, dude. <laughs> they're older than me. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> you're like, fuck, I'm still pretty young, I guess. If, I'm, if you're in dude, your 20s. Well, maybe it's just because of us. I mean, we're kind of just talking about it. Maybe it's because of COVID that it feels like this. But doesn't your late 20s just feel like stagnant? Yeah. Like it's feel like like dead in the water. Like it's just dragged on. Because I remember I got to like 26 and I was just like, oh, this is fine. Like I'm only 26. And then like 20, like after I turned 26, like that whole year, 27 and now 28 has just felt like, holy shit. I felt like I've, it just felt so long. It felt yeah. so long. Like, it's almost like, uh, like, I mean, you were in the military like four years and it, it kind of feels almost like that for some reason, the COVID stuff felt longer than our time yeah. was in the military. It was just yeah. like, dude, everything slowed down. It felt like. And I feel like that's kind of what happened. It's like everyone's life was on pause. Like we're just yeah. gonna pause your well, life. And that's how for a that's how bit. being in the Marine Corps feels like. Remember, like we were we would say that. Whereas like once you got out, it felt like you were behind four years because mm-hmm. you went into the twilight zone for four years. Yeah. And so then like everybody else got a taste of that with COVID. And it just felt it felt like my life paused twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, dude, the government knows how to like pause your life. <laughs> Sounds I don't know so how crazy. To explain it, but this this year has felt extremely long. And I don't know if that's because there's like a lot that's happened personally for us. Like, you know, I moved in with my girlfriend. You moved back home, uh, all the way across the country. Um, fuck, we've been doing this podcast some more, and then everything that's been going on with Ukraine and then COVID like being over, but not being over Biden's the president and all the craziness that he's done. I don't know. It's just felt super weird. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's kind of a little bit of like um, just big changes in our lives, but then like that definitely probably can plays a huge contributing factor is just big changes. It's hard to get adjust to it. 
but at the same time too it's like we went to covid and then now it's like i don't know the economy's shaky and like everything's expensive and i mean this has been kind of happening for a while like and not just because of covid that everything was getting more expensive like the housing market was just building up so it's like you know you got like covid and then like this housing market being so expensive so it's like a lot of people like like or one they just can't afford a house right now like they like or, or and that's why they're you know stuck at home <laughs> it's, it's like and it's just crazy because there's a lot of people that are like in those situations and i mean i don't know and it's just like at, at a lot of times sometimes too is like it gets really disheartening because it's like oh man like i guess i don't have a job right now i guess i'll just stay home on unemployment like what the hell just happened and it's like what are you gonna do because it's and and what do you, like you can't just I mean, yeah, I guess you could go find another job. I go, I bet a lot of people did that, but at the same time, it's like, but you know, two weeks from now we're opening up, right? Like I don't need to find another job. <laughs> it's just so crazy how it like, I mean, that summer of 2020, like everything just paused and yeah, it, was it was super weird. weird. It was so weird, dude. It was the weirdest, probably one of the weirdest times of my life. But I felt like, like we said it, it's like, I feel like we're almost back in the military again, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and we just weren't, like, there was just nothing to do. The whole, like, the city itself was basically closed. Mm-hmm. We golfed. We golfed a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we did a lot we because it was one of the only things that was open. But it was just, it's just the wildest fucking thing that that it was even possible like it wasn't even it would have been different if there was you know a shit ton of people like i'm talking upwards of 15 million people that just died like all of a sudden they were just gone you know yeah 15 million people died and then the city was quiet and it was it would be super weird but like, fuck, dude, it wasn't, it just wasn't like that. It wasn't like, you know, 2% of the population was gone within. Yeah. You well, know, dude, I mean, months. everything, everything got tense, dude. Like the whole atmosphere in the city went from like, you know, like walking through any city in America, you know, you got to watch out for crime. You just got to avoid the areas and, you know, just keep a head on a swivel when you're fucking outside and stuff. Like everyone knows this in the city like there's a little bit of a threat all right but then when the you know all of a sudden (laughs) cities started burning and we're watching on tv then they're like oh there's gonna be a blm protest tomorrow and you're like oh god dude like what i mean can we not luckily (laughs) luckily like phoenix and i'm pretty sure we always talk about this pretty sure it was because it was the dead of summer but we only had a riot for like I don't know, eight hours even. Yeah. Like not and even. It was all thanks to Jake night. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jake Paul. And fucking cock. But like, dude, I mean, that's when our neighbors, like, we got to know our neighbors more because they came. The remember, like, they're we like, were outside oh, talking crazy. to them. And like, dude, we barely said a word to these guys the entire time we lived there. Yeah. And then right when this shit happened, it was like, oh man, uh, and then he's the, he was the one that was like, "Hey, you watch my stuff, I'll watch your stuff." And we're like, 
okay, man, this is some weird times right now. <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> like no, in the city, that just doesn't happen. Like, because yeah. especially if, like renters like us, people come in and out of those houses all the time. And they, what's the point of getting to know somebody or whatever? They're going to be there for a year. People got their own shit to worry about. And then when yeah. shit starts going south, that's when the guy's like, hey, uh, you guys seem like good kids. And like, hey, you seem like <laughs> the, a nice family. Hello. <laughs> like, yeah. You start making friends when things are getting like weird. I don't know. Yeah, that was it. It was just and it and it just goes back to like what we were talking about at the beginning, where it's just like. It got so weird and everything felt so stagnant that it's just kind of led one year one year hasn't changed to the next you know it's it's just craziness after craziness but it doesn't feel like time is moving on it feels like it's all crumpled together and it's just like fuck this this is bullshit like i'm tired of this like i'm trying to you know it's like you're trying to get your life back into a routine or not even a routine i don't even know if that's the right word but you're just trying to get it back to some sense of normalcy and i guess that's what everybody was saying the entire two times there's no way to return back to normal and i honestly believe that they're pretty right like the amount the amount of damage that was done in those two years and now continuing on into this year i just don't think that it's it's ever going to be the way that it was which is good in some aspects and really bad in others because it's good in the aspects that things absolutely where we were at needed to change but how they changed was probably not the fucking best way to change, if that makes sense. Yeah. And they're, they rapidly exceeded us towards one going to be one of the biggest economic crises, crises in the history of the world. Like, I just, I can't imagine how much money will be wiped out in the next 10 years. Like the amount of money yeah. that's just going to disappear off the face of the earth is going to be insane. Like the companies that were companies are going to be gone. The big bosses that were big bosses are going to be gone. And that's something, I mean, fuck, you're not going to tell me twice that I, I think yeah, half these billionaires but, need to fucking, you know, get yeah. wiped off the face of the earth. The only but it's the, thing. it's just how fast and how it's be going to be done. It's going to be bad. Well, I, I feel, well, as much as like, I think, you know, as uh like anarchist and libertarian types it's like yeah let's get rid of all the pol like get rid of either most of them or like all of them all the politicians yeah. we don't need them anymore right that would be better but you know there is another side to that because you know being america we know what it's like to completely destroy a society and watch <laughs> it crumble and what they do when they rebuild and then don't get me wrong sometimes it, a lot of it is american influence because they install you know some dictator or whatever some terrible person and they do it yeah, all the time yeah. but the point is that just because things uh, what's the best way to put it is like just because things are bad and you want to get rid of it it's not always you don't know what's after it maybe replacing well, yeah. it with something else is not the best idea it's like it's like uh germany you know they they got rid of the monarchy <laughs> they got rid of it and they gave them a democracy right and then 30 years later they elected adolf hitler well i don't know if you know maybe germany could have just stayed a monarchy 
you know, what was that? Was that really that bad? Like we we got Queen Elizabeth <laughs> and you got King German dude. Is that really the worst thing <laughs> that would have happened that we had two kings and queens? Like, oh my god, the horror. Yeah, well, who is who is in charge of Libya? Fucking uh uh I think it was I think Barack Obama Gadda- and then oh Gaddafi was the leader. Yeah, Gaddafi, the right? got, yeah. Yeah, it's got stabbed yeah, in the so ass, it's dude. like it's like is getting rid of Gaddafi, do you think it was a net positive or a net negative for Libya at this point in time? <laughs> Knowing what we know now, I'm just saying, I got them. Yeah. You know, let's ask the Libyans. Oh, open slave market? Dope. Economic crisis? Worse than a third world country after being, you know, a generally stable country in the northern yeah, the rich. I, oh, I don't, okay. I, it was like the richest country in Africa as far as yeah. I'm concerned, or as far as I remember. And now, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's not the worst. I'm sure there's worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's got to be worse. There's always worse somewhere. Standards. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, was it the like? I would. I wish we could. I wish you could just send like a poll to every Libyan person, whether they're in the slave market right now or not, and just yeah. see what they would answer. You know, like let's see what the answer is. Yeah. Like, and you I think, think it was worse with Gaddafi or better with Gaddafi. Like, like tell me and tell me and be honest, because yeah, I don't know, just from the outside looking in, it looks pretty bad. And it looks like it might have been better with Gaddafi. I'm not saying Gaddafi's a good guy. I mean, I don't think anybody like none of us would fucking sit here and neither of us would yeah. sit here and say, yeah, Gaddafi was, you know, a net positive for the world. And the only way he's a net positive for the world is if the net negative that is Libya now would have been prevented. Maybe he was a net positive, but I don't think that's the baseline of Libya. I I guess that's what I should say. It's not the baseline of Libya. It's not how Libya is going. Like that's not what their normalcy is. Their normalcy was what they were under Gaddafi. Like that's probably what they generally would be. But when you get overthrown the way it was, and then all the money that we gave to the wrong fucking people, yeah, United States dude. gave to the wrong fucking people. Hmm. Guess yeah. what happens? The wrong people get in power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like, you know, that's like the one thing that's like maybe, maybe overthrowing our like people would say like, oh, let's team up with the commies and take down the progressives. Well, I don't know because <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not saying that. It's, yeah, it's it's a good idea in the moment. But as time goes on, what if, there, if there's more commies, dude, and you're the minority in this brand new democracy we make, it's not going to be fun, bro. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> I need a face but, the wall shirt. That's what I want. I want a face the wall shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that uh, I don't, I've seen, I think it was Pete. But it, it was, I don't know. I've seen him post on a couple of the like, corporate journalists and underneath it. And he just puts like a picture of a wall. (laughs) Yeah. And the picture, like, it looks like the person that took the picture was like facing the wall, like face first in the wall. Like they're just like looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's clever. (laughs) It's just, I, I mean, fuck, that's one of the things that we've, it's been a general theme where it's like, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can team up in the sphere that we're in and the beliefs that we have, I don't know if you can team up with commies or fucking Republicans. Cause you know, everything that I've seen Democrats 
input something, Republicans run with it. And then when Republicans input something, Democrats run with it. We saw the Patriot Act. That's the basis of it founded before uh, a Republican president and a Republican president finalized the fucking issues that make it what the Patriot Act is. And the Republicans ran with it and they did and they are doing horrendous things. Both sides are doing horrendous things with it. But then you got, you know, Section 230 right now going on the republicans put it in against the democrats and the democrats are running with it now we got a fucking ministry of truth it's like some dystopian fucking ein we got elon musk buying fucking twitter and the a ministry of truth forming in our government it's like an ein rand's fucking george orwell dystopian lust story right now like what the fuck is happening yeah, it is pretty. That is that, that is pretty quite crazy. It is weird because it's like, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter and like he's not even like this is what's so warped about our like reality we're in right now. Because it's like, who cares? It's just a billionaire buying an internet, and all he's saying is like, now there can be free speech. Like, dude, like five. He's not even six- saying he's gonna take other people yeah. off the platform. He's just gonna be like. No, we're just not going to take anybody off the platform. Yeah. If you were saying this like six years ago, people would be like, who cares? Yeah. Like, who fucking cares? Like, dude, we can do that on Twitter already. We can do that on Facebook already. Like, maybe, yeah, I'm sure there was already some restrictions back in six years ago, but it was not nearly as bad as it is now. Yeah. Not even, there was always like, shadow banning and shit like that going on, but it wasn't, it wasn't to the, not to, to this point level. that it is now yeah and so like six years ago like no one would have gave a shit that elon musk bought twitter and was like oh i'm gonna make it a free speech platform like and you know what like he okay. wouldn't have bought it yeah <clears throat> he wouldn't have bought it because mm-hmm. yeah, there's no he need, wouldn't have bought it and there was no need for him to and now he sees a need to do it because he's like well you know first it's a marketing it's a phenomenal marketing strategy like let's just be honest He's already he already gets his name in the fucking news every week for this that or the other. But fuck, now you own Twitter. And did you see Jack? Did you see yeah. Jack on this whole thing? Jack is like on Elon's side. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Do you dude. think? All right, so I got I got this question, and then we could go back into it. But do you think Jack was just like, I'm being used, so I'm out? Like he was like, damn, I'm I just. He, do you think he realized he acquiesced too far to one side and then was like, um, well, I think he kind of admitted shit, that. I need out. <clears throat> I think he kind of admitted that in a, a, a tweet today a little bit. I forgot exactly what it said, but I think it just said along the lines that there was things I should have like stopped or we shouldn't have, or we should have gone and he, he phrased it in the, like the very broad terms that a lot of these people talk in where they're like, I, I yeah. should have took Twitter in a different direction I was yeah. like, oh, you mean like I shouldn't have censored is another way of saying that. <laughs> but, yeah. but but yeah, they said he's like, I wish I would have took Twitter in a different direction and it was out of my control. And and basically that um, he's happy with what Elon's going to do. And so I don't I don't really know what with, with Jack. I think <clears throat> I think a lot of these guys are just like tech weirdos, like just yeah. techie, really into tech. Uh, you know great that they found a marketing scheme where they can create a platform whatever and i think they're just a little off 
whatever. And but I think all they really cared about was making some great fucking invention. I'm sure money was a huge incentive. In oh that. yeah, money's always and an incentive. I just think that because their platforms got so big that all these influences started coming in and they basically were got forced to do like their bidding. It's just they they just get inter intertwined with the state. Once they get once they make some deal or whatever, they just get intertwined with it. And then basically that's when the state's in. The state yeah. now has a say because it was like, okay, well, if you're not going it's a fucking to parasite. Yeah. And then plus the media, you get the media on you. Oh my God, dude. I mean, maybe not so much anymore, but still the media is like really powerful and can paint people to be like terrible people. And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Prop. I'm just assuming in their little world, their rich elite world, this is probably a hell of a lot of pressure on these people. And so I don't really know. I don't know necessarily. I don't, I think Jack, set off to do one thing and then twitter just be it and i didn't i don't think a lot of people saw it coming either but these social media sites became like the thing like that's how everyone connected and it was insane how it took off and it just became much bigger than probably even he expected so i i don't know i think probably what he set off to do and things changed along the road and maybe a little bit of his like regret for how it everything went down and i think maybe he is happy with elon taking over because he looks like he looks like elon's gonna create free speech on twitter which it would be great well, well and if so if uh if elon if elon can do it just by buying it why couldn't jack do it if so like if if Twitter already has is has been intertwined with like the government, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Elon just buying it and bringing it private. How does that? Because technically, I think it goes back private. Like it's not. I don't know if it's still publicly traded the same way since he's buying it and he's the sole owner. So yeah, I don't think it'll be publicly traded at all. That's... Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's publicly traded. It won't be publicly traded anymore. So. Elon buys it. How can he get the hooks that the government already has in it out by just buying it? Like, that's my question. Like, I have no idea. That's what is I there think. even is that even possible? Yeah, well, I think that's what we're like. Well, I think. Well, apparently they're already starting to investigate Elon and some other. Like federal government, like the F FEC or FCC, I don't even know. But apparently they're already like doing some weird investigations on him. Or like once he announced that he was going to buy Twitter, this was like, a, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or whatever it was mm -hmm. or last week, even I don't remember now. And then there was like these investigations opened up on him. So it looks like they're they're already starting to apply pressure on him. And yeah. I don't well, know. They did this. They did this with him for uh, Tesla. Like when he was yeah. trying to he he just did an interview um not too long ago where he was sitting there and he was talking about they were like well you had some problems with the sec uh a while back and they were saying that you didn't have the funding for tesla and you were talking all this this stuff about how you have the funding and he's like no don't get it twisted like i already had the funding for tesla like it was in hand basically and then the sec said that they were going to open an investigation and starting to, and starting the investigation just to 
like blast me. And so I had to acquiesce and say that I didn't have the funding so that I could get the funding approved through the SEC. And he was like, we already had the funding, but they wouldn't let me take it unless I said that I didn't have it and that they could, you know, find me for saying that I had it when I didn't have it. And he was like, the next day we were just fine and everything went about its way and I had to pay a fine. He was like, fuck the SEC. Or he was like, the SEC, those bastards or some shit like that. And it's like, it sounds like, I don't know if it's the FCC, but I know in this interview, he's specifically talking about the SEC. And uh, it's just, I think they're, I think he's like a counterculture type person that's just like very popular right now. And I don't really think he's as counter. He's the guy, he's the guy in the meme that he shared, you know, the guy that's in the middle and he's watching the left run one way, the conservatives stay in the same spot and the lefts just keep calling him, keep telling him that he's going further and further. Right. And don't get me wrong. I believe the right has ran off its merry way. They're just fat and slow. So it doesn't look as bad yet. You know, like they're just fat and slow and, it's taken them taking the right a little bit to look as far away as the left does. And it's just one of those things where he's the, he's the guy that's generally in the middle. I think it's like an Andrew Yang. I think he's generally in the middle except on a few policies where it's like UBI and, you know, socialized healthcare. I think those are far left issues in my opinion, but I can understand, I can understand these things, when it's, you know, we need to take care of children and we need to take care of elderly. Everybody else in the middle has to kind of fend for themselves. I can, that makes more sense. If I had to live in a pristine world where we were required to have a government, it's not that I want education and everything to be publicly ran. But if we had a say in where our money goes, it would go to children and it would go to elderly that don't have anybody to take care of them. That just makes sense. That's just what you do in a family instance. You know what I mean? But then the fact that we're there's people that are on it their entire lives, it's like, yo, this isn't this isn't a winning strategy, everybody. This there's no way that we can do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't think uh yeah, I think that at least that's how Elon feels is that the left, I mean, he basically said that the he said it today, the Democratic Party is hijacked by the extremist left. And that's how at least that's how he feels. And yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think there is a lot of like both sides are being radicalized, like the left, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's more obvious. I mean, that's because, the clearest. Yeah. It's the clearest. Yeah. Just because they're the, you know, they're the dominant in the culture and everything, but, the uh, the right certainly has too. And it's pretty cool to watch both of them. And I think that's kind of, I think it's, well, I think it's kind of cool because, so what happens, I think, is a lot of more people, since a lot more people are communicating than ever before on a massive scale than ever before, that people don't, people can't just be like, it's, you know, like younger kids and people growing up are not just regular Republicans anymore. Like that's yeah. boring. The catchphrases don't necessarily work on our, gener- on, on our generation as much because our generation tends to like long form content a lot more or at least yeah. that's what we're used to nowadays. So like all the, it, I think it just leads people down their logical conclusions. So they're yeah. whatever their fucking belief, they're communists or, or lefty or righty, 
they just fall down to these logical conclusions The logical conclusion of the left i guess is i supposedly it's fucking communism <laughs> and then the right <laughs> i don't know people say fascism but i don't know i don't know what the whatever the right wing that's why you probably see people that it, it, we i guess you can call us the the new right i mean that's that's how michael yeah. malice labeled it where it's like anarchist fucking monarchist uh the, you know whatever they just goes down the line and there's just a bunch of people that are going down becoming much more radicalized i think the state has a lot to do with that too with the state getting bigger i think i think the words conservative and liberal don't do the people that generally fall on the right and the left justice anymore i think there's conservative yeah. well i don't think falling on the right means you're generally a conservative anymore if that makes sense yeah like i think i think we're conservative in a lot of things that we believe in like when it comes to economics and education and things like that i'd consider us probably on the more extreme end of conservatism but i don't yeah. see republicans or right-wingers being conserved like legitimately conservative does that make sense yeah well I mean, I think like the old, like it would, you'd the have to older go generation. back the old, well, I'm ta- old I'm talking right. about my parents' age and their parents. Like yeah. I'm talking about those generations. They're not really conservative. They want the public education programs. They want the, the, yeah. um, you the know, they got security. used to that. They got they, used to that Woodrow Wilson. Things. Yeah. They got yeah. used to that Woodrow Wilson progressive so, shit. Like, those aren't, those aren't conservative values to me, like at all. Like that's not conservative at all government spending yeah. isn't a conservative and the, cons- point. the conservatives at the time were against it <laughs> so yes. like that's the whole, it's so it is pretty funny how and this is why like it's the left wins politically a lot and it's just become obvious because you know the right's been anytime the left wants something the right's always against it Right. Whatever it is, gay marriage or uh, Roe versus Wade, abortion, uh, you know, public education, whatever it is. And at the time, the right winger said, no, we don't need this conservative values, blah, blah, blah. And then, well, now we have it today. And then the conservatives today are like, oh, um, I want to change the rules for the public school, but I don't want to get rid of it. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see, uh, speaking of the public school thing, did you see the, um, the teacher that called out uh, the don't say gay bill in Florida and was like, well, since we have to use age appropriate um, pronouns and things like that, we're going to refer to everybody as they and them. Um, so it's not he or she anymore because it's age appropriate and they can't make the decision on if they're he Wait, or she. Was this? But- it's in florida obviously. i know was this but on tiktok yes it was the fucking marine vet that's on tiktok that's reading that was reading it and the marine vet is like a super hardcore lefty he's like a super hardcore lefty and he was reading it and uh it's it's just asinine to be honest like it's just crazy yeah. but you know honestly it'll probably hold up in in most court systems, I believe it'll hold up because they're, and the problem is, this is what I was talking about before is 
the left can use what the right gives them and run with it a lot better. Right now, it seems to me that the left, the right started out sprinting like in the United States when it first started or once it first kind of like generalized itself in between left and right. The right started out sprinting and they were a fucking powerhouse and majority of the people fucking probably agreed with them. The left kind of was playing catch up for a lot of it. The conservatives were the one pushing the envelope and the left was always trying to catch up and uh, the left finally hit their stride. And a lot of things I agree with. I don't think gay people should be discriminated against. I, but I also believe that I can turn anyone away from my business. If we have to have marriage under a contract contractual law, it shouldn't be. But if we have to, then it should be the same no matter who the people are marrying, whether it's a man and a man, a man and a woman, a woman and a woman. I don't really give a shit. That's not really my they yeah. they should be able to visit each other in hospital rooms. You know, it's things like that, like very basic things that you would think would be obvious. But once it's not there it's not very obvious and then people are assholes about it that it's like no shit that there was this giant reactionary movement in the left-leaning policy paul or uh voters oh, yeah. that were like the fuck hippies. these people yeah the exactly hippies, same thing dude. that was yeah. cool in like the 60s and 70s was to like be a fucking hippie fuck the system go out and yeah smoke weed and yeah whatever no shit whatever there was real yeah, no shit that there was like a reaction, a populist reactionary movement against the right. Like, no shit. What do you think we're seeing now? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And there's points that are right. And there's points that are wrong. And the only problem is the only problem with reactionary populist movements is that once it swings back, it swings back worse. It always does. And every time it's done it in the United States history, it's swung back worse. And it continues to get worse everywhere in well, history, in other countries. Yeah. Every time it swings back, it well, swings yeah. back worse. And I and that's, you know, once once these like cultures kind of set fold and they're the dominating culture, whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is. And that's what the politicians play to. That's they're not they're just catering to that base and that base, whatever they want, is what's going to you know move up in politics and. And that's why, like, you know, we always talk like the libertarian answer is like, don't give either of the dominant cultures a weapon to whatever the dominant culture is in power. Don't let them have a weapon that they can use on all the other cultures in the country, whatever they want. And and it and every year it just gets bigger and bigger. And then, you know what like whoever's like that's what we see is like i mean i would say a lot of the democrats and republicans are now basically on the same sides and maybe they've always been but at least right now is what i can see a lot of them are on basically the same side especially in the federal government that's that's like way gone like i don't even know i know what's the yeah. point you vote yeah, you vote your no president in there anymore. yeah you vote a president in there and they can't even end a fucking war so like what what a, but they can definitely start doing? one yeah, they can start one or fund one, whatever, but they can't just end one the next day. So it's like what the federal government and but that's why also with like how radical you can see like all these different states are being a lot more active, at least, at least in my time. I'm not I'm not I'm sure there's been times, too, where there's I mean, I'm sure leading up to the Civil War, things were pretty, pretty intense. But I mean, like now it's like 
a lot of these states are kind of like it was just of, like people like nah i ain't dealing with that what if, yeah. what if that's what it was they were just like this is like a whole bunch of communities that they were just like oh yeah the state yeah. state politicians i don't really give a fuck about like the federal guys i don't give a fuck I'm about sure. them there's just people like just not caring they're just like oh civil war nah and then yeah like, their town gets invaded by southern soldiers and then they move to a town in the north and then it gets invaded by northern soldiers and they're like this is yeah. fucking bullshit i should have well, voted harder <laughs> what what's so crazy to me like especially being in like my small town is like the politicians that we elect here have literally never been to my town they've never stepped foot in it maybe they drove by it once for going somewhere else maybe but like so people in my town got to vote for some suit and whoever the party decides is the candidate that we've never heard of before, never met him. Never, he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't live in the same area I do. You're but talking about for the state elections. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we vote for this guy to like be the leader of our state, but we also vote for another guy just like him to go represent him in Washington. And then he spends yeah. more time in Washington, which most people where I'm from have never been to, than he does here yeah. in his own fucking state. And it's so it's like why we vote for this guy just to be gone and be yeah. with those type of people in Washington. And he actually didn't even grow up in Illinois like at all. Yeah, <laughs> he actually didn't grow yeah. up in Illinois at all. He just moved there ten years ago when he was fifty-five. Yeah. Well, it was like when <laughs> like Hillary Clinton was. I think she was a senator of New York at one time, and mm. but Bill Clinton was the governor of Arkansas. It's like these yeah. people don't. These people don't give a fuck about where they live or where they're from. They just she probably just saw a much better opportunity for her politically in New York. So she moved to yeah. New York and ran like that. So, and, and people voted for her. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. like, it's just so, I mean, she was much more like the New Yorker elite type yeah. than, but, but you can't time. tell me that she's not a, like in her personal everyday life, you can't tell me she's not a Southern conservative, dude. You know, that she's been saying the N words since she was yeah. four. At least in Arkansas, for sure, dude. Like yeah, that. she had. She, they still had slaves when Hillary Clinton was growing <laughs> up. Yeah, Hillary Clinton had seven of them. Like the fuck, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just, it's just, it's just a wild time. It's just a wild time. It's a weird ass time to be alive. And I bet you people have said that throughout like history and different transitional periods of, especially American United States history, like. But it just, there's something different. It does feel, I don't know if it's just me and it's just because maybe I want it to happen or whatever. It just feels like the end, doesn't it? Doesn't it just a little bit? When we're sitting here over arguing who had a better purchase, Elon Musk of Twitter or Joe Biden, $33 billion to the Ukraine for weapons. Like Twitter costed $44 billion for Elon Musk. And our government is sending $33 billion in aid, mostly weapons to the Ukraine to fight Russia. It's like, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird dichotomy that happened at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are up in arms about the rich dude buying a website and not Joe Biden sending mountains of weapons while his country's and run, running through some inflation right now. Uh, yeah, we're gonna it's get like, rid of this money and send it over well, there. Uh, what they say it was six billion dollars to solve w- global world hunger, isn't it? Like yeah. six billion dollars, yeah, so probably. So it's yeah. it's six billion dollars to solve world global hunger, 
global yeah. world hunger, whatever, however they word that. $6 billion. The United States doesn't decide to do that. The United <laughs> States decides to send fucking five times the amount in war weaponry to kill people in another country. How does that make sense? And we're mad at the billionaire for buying a website. If we want to be the world fucking police, why are we fucking, you know, sending the $6 billion? Like, fuck, at least I can say that we're, I wouldn't, I don't think it would actually solve world hunger, but at least we can fucking say that we tried. At least my tax dollars went to that. We tried to build a government in Afghanistan for $2 trillion. $2 trillion. And we couldn't, and that we, couldn't, we couldn't afford failed. the six billion. We couldn't afford the six billion for world hunger. We can't we can't afford the you know five hundred thousand that it would take to solve fucking United States world or the United States hunger. <laughs> like that's just a made up number, but it's just it's just like the fuck if we if we actually have to use this if you're gonna steal my money every year, it was just tax day just passed. It was this month in April. Tax day passed. They raped me. They raped me. You and I both owed our state's money somehow. You barely lived in yours. I know, dude. I was like, how? Dude, I've been here like five months, you fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, we both owed our state's money. And I still got people on the fucking freeways constantly asking me for change. (laughs) Like where? And I have a blowout fucking at least once a year just from a pothole in the roads so it's like what does this money go to and you know obviously we know where it goes to it goes to people's pockets but it's all these people that want to just give them more and more money it doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make any sense to me and it's so hard getting over that kind that part of the conversation because it's like bro you got and then they especially once they get mad about elon musk buying a fucking website like it doesn't make any sense to me It's like, how can you be upset about that? But we're not upset about giving them more money for them to do the exact same thing and expecting a different result. And they don't even like that. It's not even like a, they just don't give a shit. They're not even like actually running on. Yeah. We're going to solve homelessness in Phoenix, Arizona. Like they're not, that's not what they're, that's not a part. Everybody's like, there's just going to be some homeless. And you know what? That's generally my idea. There's going to be people that are always going to be homeless. There's just people in society that don't fit in with other people and they're not going to be able to do it. But most of it's a mental health crisis. And that's just because of the water. Dude, even (laughs) they're putting shit in the water and it's driving people crazy. Yeah. It's like, uh, like honestly, CNN today was criticizing Joe Biden. I forgot his fucking name. Um, But he was basically saying that because they recognized the polling that Joe Biden was losing young voters and particularly the black community. And they're like, oh, well, shit. why? Maybe why it's the amount of time happening? he said the N-word. They're like, why is this happening? And just like, well, the guys, the guy was just obvious. He was like, well, I mean, they made promises that they're going to address police brutality and they haven't done a fucking thing. And he's like, they made they prayed promises that they would adjust the or uh toward what was it? student loan forgiveness which they're talking they are talking about now but they still yeah but only because it was only because they were pressured and then there was one other thing and he didn't i think it was like voting rights or something oh yeah but 
and he didn't address that and it was like well yeah like the and like you get promised this shit and then it doesn't happen but they can find they can scrounge up money out of nowhere it's like literally out of nowhere from your grandchildren's uh wallets that aren't even born yet they can get it from them but they can't you know tell the cops to like hey stop or we need to change things around a little bit or but but they'll find they'll find the time to give them the weapons that was built for the afghanistan war they can give those to the cops so it's like what what are we doing here we're just giving these people money and it doesn't really come back to help us it actually helps them a lot more or whatever their interests are or to kill people that's literally where most of our money goes is overseas for for the war What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, the, our defense budget is the most astronomical thing in the fucking world. The numbers don't even make sense whatsoever. And it's like, yo, this is where your money goes. Like right here, this big fucking box that nobody knows what's in it. Like you can't, it's never fucking itemized the right way. When they do an audit, there's just missing billions of dollars and nothing happens to anybody. I got to, it was kind of, so kind of on the same topic. It's not the, 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 the defense department, but uh, my girlfriend's in her business management class uh, for her new degree that she's going for. And her teacher asked or gave them a list of m- movies that they had to watch for this project that they're doing. And one of them was the big short. And I was like, she's like, have you seen any of these? And I was like, yeah, I've seen three out of the five mo- or three out of the seven movies uh, on this thing. Two of them were related. One of them was the big short. One of them was the documentary about the big short so it's like the academic part of it and then one of them was like another one similar to you know banking in the big short anyways so i was like yeah i've seen three of these (laughs) and we need to watch the big short because that's one of my favorite movies and i was like but i want you to know that your teacher is going to want you to uh, when she's giving you this assignment i was like i don't even know what it's about but i know she's giving you the big short because the big short talks a lot about how it was like unfettered free access to a free market. Basically it's kind of how the big short frames it. Like it, it, it's true in a way, but it doesn't look at the only time that it shows that, uh, you know, the federal government was involved was when they, when uh, Mark Burry kind of, he find he's like, Hey, so-and-so and so-and-so are walking out of the white house right now. And it's like right at the end of the month, at the end of the movie. And he's like, those bastards fucking knew and they're bailing out the banks. And he's like, they fucking knew. And I was like, your teacher's going to f- kind of frame it in this light when you talk about it. And she's going to ask you questions specifically about this. And it's going to be framed in the light 
that it's unfettered capitalism that allowed this to happen. And I was like, I need you to know as we're watching this movie that this only happens with the government involvement and making money off of these things. They let them commit fraud. They let them do these things over and over again. And one of the good things about the big short is at the end of it, it go it has like the the little uh, captions that it fucking talks and it, it goes and says there's another version of this um cdo because that's what the whole movie is about is cdos there's another a version of this that was allowed by law in 2013 or something like that it's basically the same thing as a cdo even after they outlawed it or made it illegal to do what they were doing it's like a faux trench I don't know, whatever, faux trench something. And I was like, and if you talk about it in your class, like do what you got to do to get an A in the class, obviously. But I just want you to know to don't buy her fucking bullshit. And these are the reasons why. Like, I just had to get it out there. You know, it, dude, uh, you know what these I colleges know. are like, dude. You I know, know, dude. I just knew exactly because because it does frame it it's a hollywood movie it's gonna frame it in that light because when it came out was to frame it in that way for a specific reason and the movie's fucking phenomenal it's a great movie and it does a great job explaining it for the most part in a layman's terms for people to enjoy Mm -hmm. but it was just one of those things and it's like let's talk about the fucking baking baking oh my god not baking banking industry and how how absolutely corrupt it is and gets insane amounts of money from the government just like the defense department and it doesn't get audited and especially when we're talking about the federal reserve and that's why the that's why libertarians and all have been yelling in the fed for fucking ever because it's literally one of the most detrimental things to our society there is oh yeah it totally destabilizes our entire currency and gives false signals throughout the market and centralizes a lot of the wealth in certain uh certain parts of them like that's like honestly i kind of believe that that's why we have all these like mega corporations like they're only sustainable because the market is so restricted and allows them to buy up the market basically and hold it there until i don't know some sort of change but it's the like it's so crazy too and i i that's what i always like if like talking to anyone on the left is like the fucking banking system is like because they hate the big banks they're pretty good about hating the big bank and they should rightfully so like the big bankers suck but a lot of their power and influence comes from the federal reserve i mean hell most of them that were big bankers and CEOs of the banks end up on the working at the federal uh, Federal Reserve. Yeah, I think they're all in cahoots with each other. I mean, in, yeah. in, in a simple like in, in like a simple way, it's like, oh, that makes sense, though. You know, you got the best people that know everything about money running the money. And it's like, yeah. Well, what also does that open up the doors for when the government that's supposed to be monitoring and keeping this big corporation in check? but they're friends <laughs> they, yeah like you call me up dude and you're like hey man i made some I mistakes up. can you <laughs> i fucked up uh, these cdos are getting 
really out of hand and uh, the interest rates, you, it's your fault, Luke. Why are you, why are you bumping up the interest rates on us, dude? We, we had yeah. a good thing going here and now the interest rates are going up. What the fuck? dude? I can't afford this, buddy. I can't afford this. Yeah. The whole, our whole system is fucked if you don't bail us out. And this is your fault for raising interest rates. Now bail us out so we can write you a check for giving a speech next year at our com- big conference. And you'll write it off and you'll reimburse me at the end of the year. The following <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's insane. It's just insane. And it, oh, it's so fucking frustrating. And all I try to do, I just want to watch fucking Amber Heard shit on Johnny Depp's fucking bed. But no, I got to sit here and watch Joe Biden spend $33 billion on the Ukraine for money yeah. that just came out of nowhere. And dude, six months from now, we'll have the Ministry of Truth knocking on our doors, dude. Yeah, this because I said my left nut is bigger than my right nut, and they're going to fucking find out it's the opposite. Yeah, dude, they're going to gonna come shoot my dog. <laughs> you're going to say you're, you're not going to use the proper pronoun for me, and I'm going to call the cops on you actually <laughs> this piece of shit <laughs> call you like i don't i don't know what i'd fucking have you call seen you, the, like, you saw those videos yeah you saw those videos of that what's i forgot her name dude the chick that's gonna be in charge what's her name yeah i don't know with fucking dolores umbridge from fucking harry potter yeah like dude, she dude, is she is crazy a, a psychopath we gotta find her name who's the i wonder if i could type in who's the new uh department minister head for truth. the ministry of truth department <laughs> head ministry of truth does that work please tell me ministry that of truth not uh, it just brought me 1984 united states <laughs> so Nina. first article is First it. article that showed up was TFI Global, and it says Orwellian Ministry of Truth becomes a reality in Biden's America. <laughs> Go ahead. You have her name? Yeah, I'm going to fuck it up, though. This might be Jewish. Just saying. Oh, makes seen sense. Some, seen makes some fucking sense. Seeing some, some coincidences. God damn here. it. Yeah, I don't I could be wrong about that. Completely wrong because I have no idea. But her name is Nina Jankowitz. Nina Jankowitz. Oh, dude, her name's right here. It's in the article, in the Ministry of Truth article. Nina Jankowitz. Yeah, that sounds Jewy. Sounds Jewy. So does referring to them as they instead of, is that that anti-Semitic or am I using the proper pronoun? Since I don't know what their pronouns are. Can I say they when referring to Jews? Is that... Yeah, is that that's acceptable? What, that's what we'll say, dude. They are coming for us. That's what I was like. They know. <laughs> they know. They're watching. Who do you think I've been talking is to? That, Who do you think the they was? That, it's not the state. Anti-Semitic. It's their pro. It's their pronouns, bro. I'm not. I'm just trying not to assume their pronouns. It's the revenge of Anne Frank, dude. That's what's coming. <laughs> Damn, we made a lot of Anne Frank jokes too. We're going first, dude. She's crazy. She's fucking psycho. Yeah, dude. She, I don't know. She just has this like liberal woman, white middle-aged woman thing about her. And it's just. Jankowitz is also known for forming a Harry Potter 
wizard rock band known as the Moaning Myrtles. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's bad. It's bad. So this is Nina. Nina in 2020 and 2020. Back on the laptop from hell in quotations, apparently. Biden notes 50 former nat- national security officials and five former CIA heads that believe the laptop is a Russian influence op. Trump says Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> this bitch is crazy. I'm, I'm going to go. We're going to talk about this, but I'm going to see if I can find her Twitter and see some of the crazy shit she's tweeted because this she's got to tweet some crazy shit. She's got to tweet some because just her videos. If you guys haven't seen her TikTok videos or whatever they are, maybe I'm going around on Twitter. I think we posted one. I posted one on my Instagram page. Um, she's fucking crazy. She's fucking crazy. Yeah, she's actually, definitely got the white girl energy. I'm going to read one of her tweets here. This is when she basically announced. Well, she didn't announce first that she was taking over, but she got announced and then she made a tweet. And this tweet got ratioed like bad. And she's just like announcing that she's the, you know, oh, I think head I of the Ministry right of Truth. Was God, like, cast out of the looks- bag. She looks here's, scared. Here's what I've been up to the past two months and what I've been I've been a bit quiet about here. Honored to be serving in the Biden administration, Department of Homeland Security, and helping shape our counter disinformation efforts. And basically, it's a little screenshot. She's basically like disinformation against Russian propaganda is her like main thing here. And it goes on. It says, here's my official portrait to grab your attention. Uh, Now that I've got it, a huge focus of our work and indeed one of the key reasons the board was established is to maintain the department's commitment to protecting free speech. Okay, privacy, civil rights and civil liberties. More to come as we dig into the big job ahead for now. Thanks for your support. Smile. (laughs) Dude, jeez she's an evil person and she's she an evil person tweets like a like dude like a like a teenage girl it's like so yes. insane that like I, like you know it's we we run a stupid podcast and you know i can talk like tweet, an idiot the, the way we tweet reflects that she yeah. is the head of a new department under the homeland security that's in charge of fighting disinformation and she's like, more to come. Hey, oh my God. I battled Russian misinformation all day today. You have no idea. So she went on some podcast, it looks like. Uh, it says, out this week on Mooch FM. So as a radio show. I talk with author and disinformation expert, Nina Jankowicz, economist, political scientist, Chicago professor, and a couple other people. But it's her, is the disinformation expert. If she's all right, so first off, just if she's a disinformation expert, she would know that the laptop story isn't a fucking Russian op. It's true. And you can say that there's different things about it that aren't true, but the fact that this laptop was found and that there is some incriminating shit on it is very fucking true. It's been proven over and over again. But then she quote tweeted, and it was like me and the mooch on how to be a woman online. You know, you're curious. With a winky face. And it's like, what? Just you, people just like, like quote tweet you and call you a cunt all the time? Because that's most of the women I know on Twitter. It's a, that's what it is. And fuck, it. I want to do that to all of your tweets currently. 
because this yeah. bitch is crazy. Dude, she will put us against the wall. Yeah, she will. Um, and probably use a fucking dildo while doing pro- it instead pro- of a gun. Probably put up against the wall and then screenshot or take a picture and put it on Twitter and being like, I don't know, smiley face. She just makes face. a TikTok. She just makes a TikTok. So today we're executing some disinformation <laughs> rats. <laughs> And we're going to put them against the wall. And these fine gentlemen right here are going to shoot them in the back of the head. <laughs> Follow me for more. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I am not looking forward to this. I just. God, you remember when uh, I mean, it was like a couple years ago when uh, Britain started doing this shit, you know, and Count Dankula got like drugged through the mud by the Britain government and had to almost went to prison and had to pay a bunch of fines. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause it was like, a and we were just good, shitting well, on them. He, we were just, yeah, sh- do you remember just us shitting on them and being like, ha ha fucking nerds. This is why America's great. This is, this is why America's better than you. Now yeah. look at us. Now <laughs> look at us. It all comes around, dude. It all, it all comes, comes around. around. And honestly, fuck dude. Like it's going to be it's because when America does something, they do it to the fullest extent. So it's going to be way worse. We're the best. It's going to be way we're the we're the best at being the worst because that's what we do the best is the worst. Um god damn it, dude. I just I hate that people like this can be in charge. It's kind of like this is where it kind of like comes back to the military for me. I hate when stupid people are in charge of me. And I don't know, she may not be stupid in like the intellectual sense. I'm guessing she is because she's a woman. But you know, other than that, it's just more so like the way she talks and I'm not saying I'm intelligent, but compared to the way she tweets and everything else, I feel like I sound way more intelligent than her. And I can write poo poo pee pee on a fucking tweet and sound more intelligent than her because I don't sound like a 16 year old girl. I sound like a fucking four year old boy, but that's all right. Still a woman to a man. <laughs> but it's just. I I can't stand people that I do not respect being in charge of my life in any particular fashion. And it, because it makes them it make it gives them the power to have to hold some aspect over my life that they think that I can't hold over my own. Which yeah. it's That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous to me. And then on top of that, they demand respect. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it's what's so frustrating about like anything coming out of Russia. They're like, Oh, it's disinformation. Even though like pretty much all the shit I saw online that, that came out of Russia, Ukraine, the first couple days was all disinformation. Like almost everything that was positive for Ukraine was completely false all fabricated yep all fabricated i just saw a tweet today i think scott horton retweeted it but it was someone that was like praising the the death because of the ghost of kiev i was like that didn't happen that did not happen that is completely fake dude i saw somebody yesterday talking about the uh snake island guys and i was like there's like a legitimate video recording of what actually happened yeah it's so crazy. And that's why, and that's why it's so annoying with this this fucking department and this woman coming in. That's like, you know, what 
who are you to determine what is good for the American people to see? Like, yeah. you know, like you like they must believe it's like they either got to be evil or they must believe that the American people are that dumb and just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, like, what... this is common topic. Are they stupid or are they or are they nefarious? And it's like, yeah, I go back to it every time. The majority of it is ran by stupidity and that stupidity is mostly naivety or yeah, I guess that's the right word being just extremely naive to the fact that most people are intelligent enough to believe what they believe for reasons like they have their reasons and whether you think those reasons are good or not has nothing to do with it. They have particular reasons to believe the way that they do and they consume the information that they choose to consume for those same reasons. I think, and yeah. is, it, is it misinformed sometimes? Absolutely. Have we been misinformed sometimes? Absolutely. But to say that they're not able to grow or realize when something is absolutely untrue is extremely naive or incredibly nefarious. I think she's just naive. But she wouldn't be where she is if she wasn't that naive. I yeah. Think she... And I think that that naivety also comes with a little like. Like a little bit of a snake, like you have to to get into those positions, you have to be a little bit of a fucking snake. Dude, it's basically I bet it's like, like you're just trying to move up and you got yeah. you maybe you got to backstab someone on the way up. That's fine. You got to do some dirty shit that you're not necessarily comfortable with, but you'll know you'll move up after you do it. You do it. Like, I think, I think a lot, I think a lot of American politics is like corporate ish, if that makes sense. Like they kind of, they all dress like, they're like a corporate, you know, like they could just turn, like you could just take a, like a regular congressman and then also like after they're done and they, you show them as a CEO and no one would know like the difference. It would look the same because they have that corporate look to them. And I think that's how corporate America kind of works where you have to like backstab each other and move your way up. And I think that's exactly how our, our government works where they have to backstab each other and work their way up. But I think a lot of these people are naive and they, and because they believe in whatever the narrative is at the, so hard and they want to do their best to battle Russian disinformation and, you know, at, at, at in some level, you kind of understand it where you're like, you know, I don't want, you know, there is this war going on and, you know, whatever Russia is doing there, you don't want them to just paint the picture of what it is. If just Russia state affiliate reporters or just Russian government told you, oh, this is how the war is going, you know, no one would like that. And, yeah. and it's the same thing. It's like, why do we need this? government to tell us exactly what's going on and it does sound like shit from like 1984 i think 1984 was trending on twitter yeah and ministry of truth was trending on twitter yeah that's what it was actually yeah the ministry of truth wasn't that what it was called in 1984 though yeah 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 it was okay it's been a while since i've read it yeah well and you know that's the thing where it's these uh they're they're swappable like uh, the C- the corporate CEO of a Fortune 500 company and a House of Representative uh, elect, they're, they're swappable. They're easily swappable and very interchangeable. That's why a lot of them become this and become that after they're out of office or 
you know, once it's not beneficial to make the money in politics, they go and become a fortune 500. They have a business degree that they've had for the last, you know, 40 years, they can go and be on top of a board of directors somewhere or, you know, something else like that. Um, Yeah. Cause corporate and government work hand in hand. That's why you can go back and forth like that. So yes, yes. And, and with the whole, we don't want just Russian information coming out. That's absolutely fucking true. But the same reason that we don't want just Russia in Russian information to come out and disseminate to the world is the same reason why we don't want you to filter out all the information that they are inevitably going to filter out that the U S government will filter out because yeah, I wonder, there's no way of knowing know. what's true. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like how they're going to do it. Is it I feel like they're, they'll just, they'll, they'll threaten fines to companies that allow information that they deem misinformation they'll threaten them through fining and once they get fined a couple times the companies will do it themselves that's how they do it and then you'll have fucking autistic libertarians be like they're a private company if you don't like it just go to gap and it's like suck my dick bro this is all done because of the federal government these companies wouldn't do these things if the federal government wasn't there We are not allowing the free market to be free. So we can't operate under the assumption that these companies would do this or that without the government or with the government. Like you can't operate under that assumption in the same instance. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure Elon even said in a tweet that it would have to, like, he's not going to break the law. Like if there was a law that. that it was like required, like if they, you know, if they, if they made a law that you no social media can say the N word, the N word is not allowed at all. Like, I don't think, honestly, I don't think a lot. Like, I, I maybe at, at first there'd be a lot of backlash, but I think a lot of people would be like, well, that's already kind of a thing. Most of these, most of these websites, yeah, I don't think do it this. would be. Yeah. But, but then, you know, but when they, I don't know when they start coming after like I don't know I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it because it is a First Amendment thing but I feel like they're gonna weasel their way into it with a different law with some like anti-terrorism law or something like yeah somewhere some it's way easy there. right yeah something like that like some sort of espionage like I mean hell they're going after um the MTG the oh I was gonna say MTG basically yeah yeah i mean they're kind of going on yeah they're going in her because she used the word martial law in her text or something like that and it wasn't but even in if you read the whole text the phrasing doesn't it's not even her like calling for it it was just trump and martial law was in the same sentence so they're like they're trying to pin her on it but but i mean and that's the thing too is like we've already kind of had we've had censorship of like the first amendment before in this country like the, you know, Woodrow Wilson was going at like yeah. the the fi- fire in a crowded theater thing was used to go after World War One protesters. That's what yep. they. That's how they got around the First Amendment, and it was, you know, it was blocked George before. Washington, George Washington, and, I think and, it was John uh, Adams and actually. John Adams. Yeah, well, I, yeah, but it was I under. I think it was George Washington towards the end of his term. And it was under advisement from John Adams. And then John Adams had like an, a legitimate law that he placed 
to go after reporters and yep. uh, journalists. Yep, they went after it before during so, during rebellions. So I mean, all all I'm saying is that we've already had a history of them like clearly violating the First Amendment, and in a lot of ways, they kind of like basically pseudo violated it, where they're advising these social media companies on what you know what COVID misinformation basically, yep. and then I mean, the social media companies didn't really. There wasn't, I guess, necessarily there wasn't a uh, law in place. They just enforced what the government told them to do. But when they throw you up at Congress and throw you on trial on national television a couple of times, yeah, you're going to you're going to step in line. That's what's going to happen. Or you're going to have people with guns at your house like, no, dude, I'm not I'm not having people with guns show up at my house. And so, yeah, Jack's a small guy. Uh, yeah yeah i don't see i don't see mark zuckerberg fighting off the fucking feds dude <laughs> uh, he's got he's got you know a red laser eye in there somewhere like he, yeah, he turns his he body would. into a fucking robocop or some shit if he had he to. turns into like the iron giant dude yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe you don't want to fuck with mark zuckerberg <laughs> yeah you might you might want to watch out he's fucking inspector gadget over there he's just like <laughs> Go go gadget fucking flamethrower arm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just gonna be it's it but just it's so, gets more and more. So, I was just gonna say it's so interesting how they they always do this, dude. They make they made a crisis. Like Elon Musk buying Twitter is not the crisis that it's made me being out to be. It's, it's really literally January 6th. Yeah, it, and don't get me wrong, I'm glad if Elon does go through with it and, and holds off the pressure and actually stands against whatever, any any sort of outside pressure that tried to influence him to yeah. not do this. He stands for yeah, he can still pull out. I feel like it would make a lot of things better, even a lot, I mean, a lot of things better, politically speaking, just more, better for us. I mean, a little bias here, but I've been gaining yeah. followers. You've been gaining followers are podcast page has been our podcast followers. page is doing way better yeah it's it, it was just crazy how like the day after like but, legitimately like legitimately yeah. this isn't a fucking joke it legitimately was it was we got a follower or two once a week like it was nothing and which was fine we don't give a shit like that's not really why we do this but it was like once a week and this week it's been insane it's legitimately been insane like we've gotten yeah. I think more followers this week than we have in the last like six months. Yeah. It's really weird. And, but you know, they made this a crisis. They had to make this so like, Oh my God, this is insane. And then they've already been ramping up the whole Russia thing and talking about Russian disinformation. So right when they're in the middle of this crisis, like that's when they bring out this ministry of truth thing, when they get people all worried up and they start revising section two thirty. Yeah, and they start talking about, yeah, I think maybe Section 230 might be a good idea. We might revise it, though. And like, yep. oh, okay, now now you want to talk about Section 230 when it's convenient. And they're so good at it, dude. They make they made a crisis out of nothing. Don't be wrong. It was big news. It was definitely very interesting news. But like like six years ago, Elon Musk making Twitter a free, free, free speech platform probably wouldn't got, get that many people excited because no, no one thought all of this was coming. And, and, and nobody thought that it wasn't. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, like, you know, libertarians didn't really have a good answer a lot of times. Like, what do we do about the censorship? And it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. I Nothing. really don't know. 
Like I, I wish oh, I could, to stop the censorship. Gotcha. Yeah. Stop the censorship. And it's like, man, I don't really have a good answer, you know, but, it, but it's kind of crazy, but like in a way, this is the probably market, the best answer. Yeah. The market kind of found a way. And it's like, even from an incentive basis as like a really the richest man in the world that, you know, there's this huge demand for something that, Oh, fuck ton of people. Like, maybe even half more than half the country are asking for a platform where there's no more censorship. And so he would just saw the opportunity and was like, well, I could afford this little bird app. And yeah, I think, I think it's going to be crazy with what you just said. I think it's going to be crazy how that translates into China and India and Russia and things like that, because they're already getting, like antsy about it because they're like we won't let twitter be usable in our country yeah oh i did not i did not and it's already well and twitter's already censored heavily in places like china and russia and uh well a lot of these tech companies just bend to the rule about whatever government they're in i think google made like basically a whole nother google for china like yeah because of how much censorship that's required and the filters through mm-hmm. their shit so it wouldn't be, yeah it wouldn't surprise me if like china and fucking russia or iran or north korea well i don't think there's even twitter in north korea dude they don't, they barely got internet there dude the king yeah, barely okay. has internet yeah. there so <laughs> i i just i just don't i just don't see I don't see it in other countries going the same way. Like it might be a United States free speech platform, but in other countries, maybe not so much, but that's going to be an interesting thing. How do you, how do you, how do you change that to be that completely different? And it's like what we were talking about with the followers. It's like, they got to be getting rid of shit. Like the people in Twitter right now got to be getting rid of shit because some of the Republican commentators that are big names out there, Tucker yeah. Carlson. Um, there was a couple other ones. I think Ben Shapiro too. He had a crazy increase. Like they've had crazy increase in followers, crazy increase yeah. in followers and interactions with their tweets, just insane amounts. And it's like, they got to be getting rid of code. They got to be getting rid of whatever algorithm they were using to shadow ban people. They got to be getting rid of some of that because they're like, if he does buy this, and that's kind of where I, I generally think he is going to buy it. Like everybody's like, he could still pull out. He could pull out at any time. It would cost him he a could. billion dollars if he pulled out. Does it really? Yeah. That they, whatever agreement they something. No, they haven't like, there's no final deal, but they moved to the first step. And I don't, I, I don't know how this corporate bullshit works, but basically Twitter, now that they're in this part of this, if Twitter backs out, they owe Elon Musk a billion dollars. If Elon Musk backs out, Elon Musk owes Twitter a billion dollars, which yeah, is just that's, insane, dude. Yeah, that's an dollars. insane amount of money. But to them, I don't feel like, isn't he worth like right. $140 billion or something like that? Uh, Somewhere up there. Like, I thought Can't it was like, he like almost half a trillion? I don't know. It's an insane amount of money. Maybe it makes no sense. It's so crazy. It makes no sense that there's that much money in one person's hands. But what that's so what's so crazy too is like you like Elon Musk is, is like almost like the perfect 252 almost. billion dollars. That's crazy. So a quarter of a trillion dollars. Jesus Christ. That is an insane dude. amount of money. 
Yeah. That is unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is so it's so wild how much money that is. And what's crazy is like Elon Musk like has an electric car company. He's got like he's some internet company for satellite that he can like give more people internet around the world. Uh, Starlink. He's got he's got like another company. I forgot some I forgot. He's got the boring else. company that builds fucking tunnels. Yeah. Oh yeah. He wants to help out with like the transportation systems and and, and make it better. In major cities. Like, it's like this dude is trying to invest in things that's like supposedly more sustainable and green energy you know and like this all the it's like what that's what you kind of would want if we're going to have corporate billionaires like what you want them working on the shit that you care about and now i don't know it's just so crazy that to me that he's like an enemy of the lot i mean maybe i guess i understand because he is a billionaire and they kind of hate all rich people i guess yeah. But he, to me, I mean, I don't know many billionaires, but to me, he looks like the better of the rich elite upper class. Like, I mean, I don't think JP Morgan dudes, uh, and I don't think he really cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, if you, if you had to put one billionaire that's in, to be in charge of things, if I had to choose one that I know off the top of my ear, I'll, I'll list off some billionaires. Yep, Bezos. Quick. Let's go with him. That's who I pick. <laughs> so Elon Musk, obviously. Jeff Bezos is number two. Um, Bernard Arnault and family, number three. Bill Gates, that guy, I don't want him to run shit. Yeah, we don't him and his man know. boobs can get the fuck on. Warren Buffett, nah. Warren Buffett seems like a fucking kind of a cocky asshole, which, I, I mean, so does Elon Musk, let's be real, but Warren Buffett's like 75 Larry Page, don't know. Sergey Brin, don't know. Larry Ellison, don't know. Stephen Ballmer, don't know. Mukesh Ambani, foreign name, fuck you. Guatama, Donnie, and family, don't know them. Michael Bloomberg, fuck Bloomberg. Yeah. Um, Carlos Slim Hilu. I know. Carlos Slim Hilu and family, don't know them. Francois Benacourt, sounds French, fuck you. And then Mark Zuckerberg. Those are the top 15 right there. If I had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I'm picking Elon. I'm picking Elon. First round draft pick, Elon Musk, right there. Yeah, and he's you know, the best. like, like, and he's Jeff Bezos. The, I mean, like, he's like the what best the fuck? Did, like money too. <laughs> yeah, he's got the most money. Jeff Bezos. I mean, he wouldn't be. I don't think he would be. I'm not. If in this fucking world, if the richest person in the world ran the fucking world, Jeff Bezos wouldn't be a horrible pick. I don't know too much about his politics and that's kind of why i like him too he's kind of like you know he's just a billionaire that does shit yeah and treats people like shit that work at the bottom which fuck them they're fucking peons they work at the bottom <laughs> yeah bernard or not don't know who the fuck that is bill gates is just a fucking weirdo like that guy is a weirdo he's a weird weird fucking person and does some weird weird shit He's probably like one of those guys that like sacrifices little girls in his basement, tells them it rubs the lotion on its skin. Elon Musk could be too. He dated Grimes. That's basically the same thing. So I guess I can't use that as an excuse. Who's Grimes? Oh, Grimes. Um, Grimes is a DJ slash artist. I'll show you Grimes real quick. Let's see if I can 
She's a Canadian musician is what uh, Google tells me. But she's uh, uh, that's not a woman. This is this is Grimes and Elon. Let's see if you can see this. There she is. Oh, was that the is that the mother of his like formula child? He named it like after a, form, after a formula or something. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Maybe not. Name? Yeah. Wasn't it like Apple or is that Bezos? Or is that Kanye? I don't remember. They all fucking, they all do the same shit, bro. They have weird ass fucking names. Um, I don't know if he has kids with uh, Grimes. Grimes is a weird fucking person, though. She's a weird fucking person. Um, but, you know, so he could be, they, they could have been sacrificed to some children, too, I guess, with Grimes in there. She's a weird fucking person. Um, but Bezos uh bezos i don't think would be a horrible pick um warren buffett he's on his way out like at least bezos and elon are like washington post yeah he owns the washington post so he's a fucking douche like i get it the washington post used to be reputable why did anyone get mad about jeff bezos buying the washington post because he's a lefty bro He's a lefty. I don't know who Bernard Arnault is. Warren Buffett, fuck him. He's old and white. At least, at least, fucking Elon Musk is African. Yeah. Like, well, when God I heard, damn. When, yeah. When I heard that, I was I was a little worried. And then I saw a picture of him, and I was like, Oh no, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking stupid. Michael Pitt, Michael Bloomberg, fucking Franco Bet, Francois Betancourt. Myers and family. You have three fuck you have two last names. Fuck you. Fuck you and your two last names. This Grimes is weird. Yeah, Grimes is fucking weird, bro. I'm like it's good that they broke up, you know? But Yeah, well, he's probably like really weird. Dude, he's probably some know. he's probably railing some other 20-year-old like right now. So, good for him, you know. What what do you do, I guess? When you're the yeah. richest man in the so, world. <laughs> I don't know. If you, uh, yeah, if you're the richest man in the world, who gives a fuck? You're not going to find love. Nobody's marrying you for love. You're the richest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be honest here, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's be honest. Like, come on. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's a fucking crazy world. It's been crazy and it's only going to get crazier. Uh, PSA had a uh, uh, Palmetto State Armory. Uh, speaking of crazy world, Palmetto State Armory had a $800 deal this week. It was an AR and a nine millimeter pistol for $800. Pretty good little AR, pretty good little pistol. So go check that out. I don't even have an ad for them. That's just a really good fucking deal. So uh, <laughs> it's a good you guys deal. should check that out. Um, my dad just texted me. That's fucking funny. I haven't heard from him in a little bit. He just said brass... <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. He's sending me gun shit. Brass case and only 31 cents around. Nine millimeter. Hey, good for you. He's buying from Phoenix Ammunition. Phoenix Ammunition, shout out to you. My dad's buying from you. Um, <laughs> it was enough. You you caused a man to reach out to his lost son. <laughs> good job. Uh, he, he, he texted me back in March. It's all good. Uh, he was He was asking about gun shit. I got him to get some they got they're arming themselves in Nebraska right now. Let me tell you. 
Let me tell oh, you, yeah. the fam, they're getting rowdy. The fam in, they're getting the rowdy. Fam in Nebraska is arming themselves. So uh, they're, they're getting rowdy, dude. They're getting they're they're not getting rowdy. They're getting ready, boy. They're getting, they're ready. getting ready to get rowdy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're uh, you know you know there there you go, Phoenix. Good good for you guys. Um, you got a new you got a new buyer. <laughs> but uh yeah you know it's just it's a crazy world it's gonna be some fucking crazy times and i'm here for it i'm ready for uh the shit to go down um i think the economy's gonna i feel like there's in the next couple of years the economy's gotta crash it's got I'm gonna to end it on that <laughs> that's a we're good thing that's a, we're all gonna die no no that's a good thing that's a good thing that's a that's a white pill for me i don't i don't I don't know. I don't see the economy crashing as a white pill to me. It's like a hard reset. And it's like, damn, bro. It's like things are great. I mean, I wouldn't say things are great, but things are okay. You know what I mean? Dude, you're, when your Xbox stops working when we're playing Insurgency, what do you do? I, you have to hard reset it. Yeah, it's true. I do. Have and then it works. And then it works for a little bit. Sometimes you need a hard reset. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Turn it on, turn it back on. We're here to tell you that when we're facing the worst times, it's a good thing. (laughs) We're like the Biden administration, dude. Actually, inflation is good for the economy. (laughs) Because it leads to a hard reset. That's why it's good. Printing money is good right now. Let's print more. Yeah, we want more printed. That's what... Let's get I'm gonna, more weapons to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to. We need to expedite this crash. So let's just hurry it up. I'm not getting any younger. You know. Yeah. You know why do we need the Ministry of Truth? Why can't the government just buy Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, exactly. Why don't they just be like we? They're like. 44 billion and one dollars how do you feel about that yeah yeah how about that (laughs) (laughs) fucking wild well i guess uh that's all for me you got anything else typo that's all i got dude all right well that's the fucking shit show i hope you guys enjoyed it the economy crashing is a white pill take it or leave it i don't really give a shit we out